Hello, and welcome to The Artist Pivot, a weekly conversation with artists about their current pivot, past pivots, and every pivot in between. I am your host, Ayana Major Bay, an actress who wants to educate, empower, and celebrate artists so they have no option but to thrive. On this episode, I am joined by founder and executive director of Omnium Circus, Lisa Lewis. Lisa began her career with Ringling Brothers and Barnum & Bailey Circus. She earned a master's degree in clown and circus history from NYU. During the same period, she founded the Super Scientific Circus, a scientific, technology, engineering, arts, and math, also known as STEAM-based series of six shows which toured the country, using circus skills to make science accessible for all learning styles. Simultaneously, she joined the Big Apple Circus Clown Care Unit and inspired by the events to serve new audiences, Lisa became project coordinator for the Circus of the Senses, a performance adapted for blind, visually impaired, deaf, hard of hearing, and those with cognitive challenges. Lisa doubled the reach of the program and seeing a need in the community, she spearheaded the Embracing Autism performances. We discussed the many hats she has worn in her lifelong career in the circus, and how she was able to produce an all-virtual circus, which the New York Times called genuinely extraordinary. Here's our conversation. All right, everybody. I am so excited to say that today on the podcast, joining me, I have Miss Lisa Lewis. Hey, Lisa. Hi. (laughs) How are you doing today? I'm doing great, thanks. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And more specifically, let me ask you this question, because I've been asking this to everybody this question um, on the podcast this season. To be specific, how does your soul feel today? And like, how are your hydration levels? Have you had enough water today? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, my soul actually feels really good. My hydration level, I've probably failed. No, I'm sure I have not had enough water today. <laughs> <laughs> that is an honest answer. Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm sure I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. But yeah, I just asked that because I also feel like nowadays, how are you is such a general question and it's such a loaded question. So I'm like, let me get more specific with everybody. Valid. And you're absolutely right. My daughter and I have been talking about that a lot lately. We do not drink enough water, although she's much better at it than I am. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair. That's fair. Yeah, well, I, I have a water bottle next to me. It's a 32 ounce. And, you know, my goal every day is to drink two of those. Do I reach it? No. <laughs> but I set a goal every day. <laughs> it's a valid goal. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I love it. And so, y'all, Lisa and I actually know each other from sign language class. So this is, you know, podcast and hearing each other is throwing us off just a little bit because we are usually signing to each other. So we see each other and we don't speak. We don't hear each other's voices. But now we're not seeing each other and we're hearing each other's voices. So it's a little weird. It's but little I love weird. it. It's definitely a little weird. <laughs> Yes, yes, it is. It is. But Lisa, welcome. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming on. And I am so excited for this conversation. So, so excited. Me too. So let's see, where do I start? Okay, because there's a lot. There's a lot I want to talk about. So you did an amazing thing, an amazing thing with putting on a virtual circus and it's called Omnium. But before we get to the latest pivot that Lisa has done with this virtual circus. I want you to take us back, Lisa, because I know that you were, before the pandemic, you were the director of community programs with the Big Apple Circus. Yes. 
So I want you to take me back even further, like before you even got to the director of community programs, give me some of the previous pivots in your life. Life is pivots. Fair. (laughs) It's all pivots. Um, I started off going, leaving high school early, going to college, thinking that I was going to be an actress. Mm -hmm. I soon discovered I was not very good at it. (laughs) Okay. Um, my teacher advised me to investigate auto mechanics it was wow. because I was apparently that bad. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I ended up, <laughs> what? I was good in high school. What do you want out of life? <laughs> oh, gosh. Um, in college, I, one of my roommates, um, showed me an opportunity to go to an audition for Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. And that was the first most important pivot of my life. I did. I joined. I went to Ringling Brothers and Barnum and Bailey Clown College. I went to Clown College. I worked with them doing advance for a couple of years. And that really sparked my love of circus. What I experienced, what I saw there, the warmth, the beauty, the just everything. I'd always loved circus, but all of a sudden that became my passion and my direction. So that was pivot number one. But of course, life doesn't take you exactly where you expect. So mm-hmm. next pivot, I moved to New York. I start pursuing my master's degree from NYU in circus history. And I started working just variety arts around the city, just whatever I could do to make money, juggling at FAO Schwartz, which existed back then. Um, mm-hmm. Whatever I could do ended up in the events industry. Ended up working as a hospital clown for the clown care unit of the Big Apple Circus and just pursued different pathways. Different things came along, um, started a company called Super Scientific Circus, which somebody I just met on the job and turns out is my husband 21 years later. Mm -hmm. And we started the Super Scientific Circus, um, working in schools using circus to make science uh, more visual and more fun for kids and for students um, working with study guides did that started an event entertainment company and then I was offered the position as coordinator of circus of the senses for the big apple circus that was a program that adapted one or two shows per season for students who were deaf or blind or had cognitive challenges or were hard of hearing or just needed needed bit different access than was provided during a normal show. Okay. And it was that happy accident. I had volunteered for that and then becoming the coordinator of it, realizing how it was run that really shaped what I wanted my vision for the future to be and really shaped what I thought was possible and was necessary in the world and in the community. So that was that pivot. Then the next pivot was that the circus closed. They'd filed bankruptcy. Okay. So that was the end of that. So I thought. The next pivot happened when the circus was bought out by a group of people who actually hired me to do what I had been doing anyway at a much more honored level, as it were. I actually had a position and a salary and was fairly well respected as a director of community programs. Mm-hmm. And that's the position I then held until the pandemic. And the program grew from one or two shows, giving away maybe a thousand tickets to serving over 30,000 people. 
Oh, wow. So, yeah, you did take many, many pivots in your career thus far. And so with your last job, you know, the director of the community programs, um, that got terminated. You said that all the jobs actually, yeah, everybody, when the pandemic, <laughs> every yes, every single person. Yeah, it wasn't personal. <laughs> they, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it wasn't they personal. They shut right. down for the pandemic. Exactly. exactly. Yes, exactly. It wasn't personal. It wasn't personal. Right, <laughs> no, right. Not at all. Not at all. Exactly. But you did do something personal. You chose to follow a long-held passion, as you've told me you know, prior to this. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how and why Omnium came to be, which, y'all, is the virtual circus that she has developed. And it's beautiful. It made me laugh. It made me cry. I just, I felt like, you know, like a 10-year-old again, and I loved it. And so let's talk about how that has now come to be. So I was given, I was given a charge, a gift. When the original Big Apple Circus declared bankruptcy, they wanted to know that the community programs would continue. And I was held responsible, and it for continuing the work of Circus of the Senses. Okay. And as long as I was working with the Big Apple Circus, I felt that I was doing my charge. When Big Apple Circus ended for the pandemic, I still have that charge. And I always, always thought, you know, one day a week, one day a tour is just not enough. I've got a waiting list. Why should families who have an autistic child only be allowed to see a show on one particular day. What if another sibling has a soccer game that day? What mm -hmm. if, you know, grandpa has a doctor's appointment or what if any number of things that affect our scheduling, particularly in an urban area like New York, because we are in New York, mm -hmm. it just didn't seem right to me. It really felt like all access should be available all the time. And from working within the, in from the inside, it's just not that hard. It takes time, energy, and budget. But it's not an insurmountable thing. And it should be. Everyone should be able to go to whichever show they need to and have the access provided so that their whole family can enjoy the show together. So that was my first mission. Mm -hmm. The other thing that was vitally, vitally important to me is that the performers in the ring need to be reflective of the demographic of the audience. So... For example, if I lived in deep, deep, deep China, the Chinese circus is made of Chinese people for Chinese audiences. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I'm not. I'm in New York. There are heaven knows how many different communities here. I could probably Google it and find out. Mm -hmm. Everybody has a different experience. Everyone has a different culture, a different community. And we all come together to share joy. And I wanted in my circus not a token. I don't want a token this and a token that. I wanted to fully embrace the stories and the energy and the efforts of people from all different backgrounds and all different walks of life who have all come together with the incredible effort that it takes to become a professional circus artist. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we do. Yes. I love it. I love it. So when you were putting it together, were there, you know, any obstacles that you thought, oh boy, I'm not, we're not going to get around this or we're not going to get through this? Because I know the whole thing is virtual. Oh, and yeah. so I know some of it was pre-recorded, some of it was live, but you're just like, 
were there any moments that you were like, okay, wait a minute, did I bite off more than I could chew? Uh, I think that pretty much every day. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> every day I go, really? Mm. Really? Mm-hmm. But I never give up hope. Right. And again, this this whole thing is a pivot. When I first started it, I had absolutely no intention of creating a virtual production. Oh, okay. My original thought was to create a production. First of all, we thought the pandemic was going to last a couple of months. Mm-hmm. Yes. So my thought was, okay, I'm going to put this together and I'm going to start a live tour in Boston in six or nine months. Okay. Well, then the pandemic wore on and then I thought, okay, well, the pandemic's wearing on. Why don't we have everybody record their acts and let's put together a virtual show as a showcase to show people what we're capable of and then use that for our live production. Mm-hmm. So we started doing that. And then I thought, oh, well, I don't want to just string together a bunch of iPhone videos. Let's make this an actual show. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, how do we make this accessible online? And then I reached out and I learned I met um, our partners at Disability Unite, and they were just developing a platform with multiple access points. Okay. So for each challenge came a solution that brought even greater opportunities. Mm -hmm. And then we did the showcase, and all of a sudden people were like, well, we really want to see it, and we missed it. Can you extend your run? And now then we got a New York Times review, and they called us genuinely extraordinary, which is just blowing my mind and I love it and I'm so grateful. Which I agree with. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) So with each challenge came a solution that took us in a different direction. Mm. So it's really one of those experiences that's kind of unfolding before our eyes. Mm -hmm. And it Mm -hmm. feels like it's just so timely and so like people want to see it and I'm hopeful that they do. Yes. And I love that. I love that, that each challenge brought a solution that like puts you in this direction or puts you in contact with this person or puts you in front of these eyes. And I I absolutely love that. And so with all of the acts that you did have in the show, were those people that you knew beforehand or had worked with um, during the Big Apple Circus or were they, did you reach out to people and be like, hey, I have a virtual circus happening. Do you want to be, you know, one of my acts in it? Um, Both. Okay. Some of the people were people that I knew. Um, Our hand balancing act I knew from the Big Apple Circus. And if I could write a circus just for them, I would because they're amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, They are. Um, Some people I reached out to. um, The woman who does our horses, Jenny Vidbell, I know her from years in the circus. Um, Some people I, Jen... Jen, who's our aerialist, I reached out to. I had not met her before. I just reached out to her cold and said, are you, I actually called her to ask her if she wanted to be on the board because I really respect what she's done with her life and how she's adapted and created a world for herself. And she said, yeah, but I sure would love to be in it too. And I'm like, all right, cool. Oh, yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. So yes, it was a combination of you knowing people from the past, but then also, like you said, reaching out to people cold. Yeah. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it so much. And so what's your hope for Omnium? Like, what do you, what do you envision for it? So at this point, until something takes me in a different direction, 
at this point, um, we have the show. I would love for many, 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 many people to see it. It is running through April the 4th. We have a com- comprehensive STEAM and DEI-based study guide, which is a download. So I'd love to be able to reach out to schools across the nation. We have the access if you have a school that teaches visually impaired. We have the audio description. For deaf schools, it's all in ASL. We have the plain language for ki- for schools that work with autism or cognitive or whatever other challenges, learning challenges, learning differences that student ha- students have. So I'd very mm-hmm. much like to really reach into the schools and be able to share this with them through their virtual platforms through this year and into next year. Um, this summer, I'd love to do maybe a video hybrid where you have live performers in front of a big screen so people can see the whole show and meet some of the performers performing. Mm-hmm. And my dream of a fully tented big top circus that's fully accessible every show is still alive. And we have the tent, we have the team. This is a doable thing. So that's, I'd really love to do that post pandemic. We can't do it at 50% capacity. It just doesn't make any sense for us. It's too expensive, but that dream is still alive. So we're just taking baby step by baby step and, we're a 501c3. We got our 501c3. So anybody, all tickets are tax deductible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Okay. I love it. I love it. So yes, the, what's on the horizon. And I think it, you know, will happen once we do get out of the pandemic and out of the, you know, the normal that we're in right now into the next normal, yes. um, into the new normal. I think that will definitely happen. And so I want to take it back just a little bit to some of the pivots you had made previously. Mm -hmm. Now, my question to you is, was there any time that you actually resisted some of the pivots that you had and you were like, oh, wait, am I really going in this direction? Okay, I don't know if I could do this or should do this. And with that, what would be your advice for artists who are, you know, resisting or unsure of their next pivot? The answer is unequivocally yes. Okay. I am not someone who adapts easily to change. Okay. So with each pivot, it has been, but that's not where I wanted to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that was, but I had this idea in my mind. Mm-hmm. And in hindsight, I'm very grateful for every single one of those pivots. But at the time, I think I looked at each one and I thought, it's taking me in a different direction. Is this where I want to go? It's not what I thought. It's not what I thought I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I think with each one, I made a deal with myself. I compromised with myself. I said, all right, why don't we just give this a shot? And if you don't like it, you don't have to do it. Hmm. Okay. I gave myself an out. And, you know, some pivots I didn't like. And I retracted and said, no, this is not the direction couple of things I tried. I said, no, I'm not, this isn't comfortable for me. I want to change directions again. Mm -hmm. So I would say the best advice is just stay open, try it because you never know if you're going to like it until you try it. You don't know if you might open your world to something that you would never imagine that might be better. And if it isn't, that's okay. You can pivot again. Right. That you could pivot again. (laughs) 
You just, yeah, you just change. You say, okay, let's figure it out and try something different. That's, I think, a lot what artists do. It's part of what you have to be able to do in order to succeed or to function as a professional artist. Mm-hmm. If without the capacity for that, then you're probably better served with a more stable position. Right. Right. That's fair. That's that's very fair. And I and I think that that, you know, because this pandemic has forced all artists to to pivot. And this was an involuntary pivot. Yeah. Um <laughs> but, you know, how do we turn it into a voluntary time of us, you know, either making something new like you did or, you know, really sitting down with yourself and going, okay, am I the person who takes change well? No. Okay. So how can I now be the person who takes change well and and welcomes new opportunities and welcomes new pivots and welcomes, like you said, okay, let me make a deal with myself. If this doesn't work, then I can make another pivot and it's okay. Yeah. And I think you just hit the nail on the head. You have to know in your heart that it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. That you can handle whatever it is. You may not like it, but mm-hmm. you can handle it. Ooh, I love that. I love that, Lisa. Yes, you may not like it, but you can handle it. Yep. <laughs> mm, that, I mean... <laughs> yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's 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 the whole conversation. Like that is is wrapped up in a nice little bow. You may not like it, but you can handle it. You can handle it and you will handle it. Mhm. Mhm. And you'll make the best of it because that's what we do. That is what we do. That is what we do. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yes, Lisa. Thank you for sharing. Oh, I love it. I just, y'all don't understand. Like, <laughs> I remember when she announced in class that she, you know, that the Omnium Circus was born or is being born and like, oh, tickets, you know, for the show in a month. And I was just like, oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> and it was just such a beautiful representation of, like you were saying, every culture and every facet of a human being and it was a beautiful representation of of humanity I would I want to say at a circus like every act was different every performer every everything was different and it was beautiful and I'm so happy that you know you did follow a lifelong passion of yours and then shared it with us even though, even if it was, you know, virtually. Yeah, well, it's what we had to, you know, it's a pivot. What were we going to do? And actually, it turns out that, okay, trying to create something that you have to actually market on a platform where people are expecting everything to be free was kind of a challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That said, the ability to reach people in their homes is a gift. Now, mm-hmm. it's a business model. We have to pay. You have to pay people. We have to pay the performers. All of my performers were paid. Nobody volunteered. Okay. They weren't paid a lot, mm-hmm. but they were paid. But, but they were paid. Right, right. Every I didn't. Yeah. Artists need to be paid. I didn't. Amen to that. <laughs> Amen. Artists need to be paid. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't. You pay for your groceries. You pay for your art. That's it. End of story. I'll write that one down, Lisa. Yes. <laughs> you pay for your groceries. You pay for your art. <laughs> period. <laughs> yeah, period. 
(laughs) What was the other one? You'll get exposure. You could die from exposure. No, I don't need exposure. I need to eat. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. But it is a wonderful opportunity to be able to reach people because as a live performance, you've got a geographic, you have geographical restrictions. Mm -hmm. So now being able to reach people through this virtual performance, I'm reaching schools in California and Illinois and all over New York and Massachusetts and DC and Florida. And we're building relationships with people in geographical areas that we never would have been able to reach. Mm. And I think it speaks well for what might happen after the pandemic. What if we have a live show that you can see when you come to whichever urban center we're in, but you could also buy a live stream ticket and still watch it from Champlain, Illinois, or wherever you happen to be. Yeah. No, I I, I agree with you. And it's that like looking at it from that perspective, it's like actually, you know, wow, I'm thankful for it being virtual because like you said, you got to reach schools out in California, but you're in New York. Yeah. And it wouldn't have happened if you were just concentrated on a live in-person show if there were no pandemic. Exactly. Yeah. It's really given us a wonderful, I mean, obviously the pandemic came with many, many horror, horrible things. I'm not trying to compliment the pandemic. Right, right. Within that horror, the silver lining is that we have been able to create something that I'm hopeful will be of value to people in their coping Mm -hmm. and in their reforming their own worlds. Because in the middle of all this, we also have Black Lives Matter. We also had George Floyd. We have so much else going on in our culture and in our world. Mm -hmm. People are mad at the Chinese. For what? Right. For what? Like, what? (laughs) Yes, we do. We have so so much happening. (laughs) There has to be a platform where we can just all enjoy the gifts that we each bring. Mm-hmm. And for me, circus is that platform. Mm. Oh, that was beautiful. Yes. A platform. Oh, a platform we, <laughs> we can all enjoy the gifts that we bring. Ooh, I love it. I love it, Lisa. Yes. Oh, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so happy you had me. Yes. Before I let you go, so just I'm going to put this all in the show notes, you guys. So don't worry. I'll put this all in the show notes if you miss it. But Lisa, tell us how to reach you, how to find you, the Instagram, the website, the everything. All right. So the website is www.omniumcircus.org. Omnium, O-M-N-I-U-M. And by the way, it means of all and belonging to all. Yes. So omniumcircus.org. If you go to go to our website, click on tickets and it has a full calendar of our whole schedule of shows. Click whichever one you want. Um, you can also go to Gold Star Travel Zoo TDF certificate, cert, certificate. It's macaroni kids. Um, so you can get tickets there. All of our social handles are at omniumcircus.org. Some are just at omniumcircus. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. If you have any questions, you can certainly reach us through um, the website. You can email me at info at omniumcircus.org. If you run a company and are interested in sponsoring us, that's even better. Sponsorships at omniumcircus.org. 
If you're involved with a school, you can reach us at education at omniumcircus.org. And if you have any foundation information or leads or philanthropy information, you can reach us at development at omniumcircus.org. And no, they are all not me. There are many other people involved with this. <laughs> yes, yes. I love it. There are separate people answering those emails, everybody. There are other people besides me answering some of these emails. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I love it. I love it. Yes, but don't worry. All of that will go into the show notes if you need it. So you, it's convenient and you can click on it or copy and paste, whatever you need. Um, but Lisa, before I let you go, there is one thing that I must say to you. And that is that I acknowledge you, I celebrate you, and I uplift you. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. You're so And welcome. I return all of those sentiments. You're, you're incredible. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I accept that. And thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Lisa, thank you so much for sharing. Wow, you have certainly worn many hats in and around the circus and in life. You are absolutely right about just trying something because you'll never know if you may like it. Keep envisioning that full-top circus that includes and is accessible to everyone because we can't wait to be in the audience. If you get a chance between now and April 4th, which I know is only a couple days away, do yourself a favor and watch Omnium Circus. You will not be disappointed. Thank you again, Lisa, and thank you for tuning in. I'll speak to you soon.